0: Hello, I'm Michael Depp, editor of TV News Check, and this is Talking TV, the podcast that brings you smart conversations about the business of broadcasting. This week, my guests are Madison Carter, a reporter with the Atticus investigative team at Tegna's WXIA in Atlanta, and Monica Diaz, content director at Tegna. We'll be talking about A Different Cry, a powerful new three-part series about rising suicide rates among Black youth. Welcome, Madison Carter and Monica Diaz.
1: Thanks for having us. Yes, thank you for having us, Michael.
0: Thanks for being here. So A Different Cry is a very impactful three-part series that you put together. It debuted last month on WXIA, and it just became available on Tegna's streaming apps as well. Madison, would you describe the series and how it came about?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So this series is really... Exploring the rise in suicide rates among children, particularly black children. So I know we've heard, you know, about teen suicide, young adult suicide. It's been in the media, you know, with adults recently, but this is really babies under 13, as young as five. And when you ask how it came about, we actually pulled our research from a report that came out in 2018. So this information has been out for four years now, and it was hard for us to really find any other news reporting on it. We started thinking about the pandemic, whether suicides were going up, and that's where we dug and found this information. Um, And I think truly it speaks to the fact that we don't talk about suicide in the media at all. And um, when it comes to children, it makes people extremely uncomfortable. So I think those are two of the reasons why this report has been out for so long, yet the public hasn't gotten in on it.
0: Yeah, and it's certainly hard to watch uh, parents who, who've had to deal with this, and and kind of you expose that that nerve pretty in a pretty raw way.
1: Right. Yeah. It, it it was difficult even for the mothers in the series. You know, I was terrified the day before it came out that this was going to set those mothers back, and then we had other mothers reaching out to us who had experienced this. It was it brought up a lot of really difficult feelings for people who have experience in this area and who who don't.
0: So this is clearly bigger than a local news story. It has obvious national implications and resonance. Monica, when does a project like this become something that reaches your radar at the, at the Tegna level? And, and how does Tegna get involved on more of a group-wide level? Where do you come in to help on this?
2: We come in, Michael, obviously there are discussions that are happening between um, me and Madison and the Atticus team. And we are looking at the bigger picture, right, of, uh, of, of any issue. Uh, we tackled uh, human trafficking, right, for example. And in this situation, Madison and the team found the research. And then from there, they started looking at what stories are out there. Who is this happening to? And what Madison and the team found is that we had stations that had covered the stories of these young boys who decided to take their lives. And then from there, we started really adding just the research, looking at other resources. And then from there, we finally saw, okay, there is something to tell here. This is bigger than these two boys, for example. And I think Madison, they, they've been able to find just so many children, right, um, that this has happened to. And that's also on WXIA.com, on 11alive.com. But it's, When we take all of that, when once we present it to all of our stations, those pieces are done, the digital part is done. And then what we encourage our 49 stations to do is to take this, right? Start the conversation as well, find their local stories. And what we have found is that they are finding their local stories, right? They are seeing this happening to other children. And I think it's just looking at how the school systems in that area are dealing with this type of bullying and racism that can lead to to suicide in children. And then also looking at the resources available as well. So everything can be localized in a certain way. So each station can take it, right? Can take what Madison and the team have done and then take it at a local level so that it applies. It hits even more and impacts even more the community where our stations are located.
0: And Madison, let's take just a step back, because we've mentioned Atticus a couple of times, this investigative unit, for, for those who aren't familiar, can you explain what it is and how it functions?
1: Yeah, we always say we try not to use our name because no one knows what that means. Um, But Atticus is, we are TechNAS National Investigative Team. So while we're based out of WXIA, we work and part of our assignment is to find stories that can resonate in each of our markets. Um, And so we do docuseries, they're episodic pieces. um, And we're really trying to find those national topics that are impacting people at the local level, which for me was hard. I came from doing local investigations. And so I tend to slide sometimes into that realm and I have to pull myself back up to, really put out a story that can be
0: localized mm-hmm. so so what is the scope of a project like this what are we talking about time wise from conception uh, to the completion of the finished product
1: this project took nine months um, and it was it was a long project it was a long haul because um, but I will say and I think this is really important for people to know especially investigative teams as you're as we are working to diversify our investigative teams across this country, I would say probably four or five of those months was doing work internally, doing work as a team to, um, I'm the only person of color on my team until Monica stepped in at the, at the national level. Um, so to do a story based around race like this, it really took a lot of us having those moments of teaching, of learning, of understanding, of processing. This was a very traumatic piece to do, right? Um, going to therapy, coming back. So I say it took nine months, the hands-on work, maybe four months from mm-hmm. setting up the interviews. We fly out uh, to shoot the interviews, editing, doing all that. I would say four months, a lot of it was just doing the internal work to even be able to put out a project like this.
2: And Michael, um, I, oh, I was gonna add, it's challenging our own assumptions, right? Um, and I think when people hear about children taking their own lives, I think most people would like, oh, that's not happening. Something else was happening, right? And I think it's really, we uh, as a team had to deal with the emotions that come with covering something like this at this level, because we're, we're human and it, and it impacts us, it hurts. And it's, it's, heartbreak, it's heartbreaking to see that families are dealing with this. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest thing is that for all of us to take away, that it's a conversation that we need to keep having, right? And so that the work doesn't stop here just with this project. We have to continue the conversation and making sure that we are talking about this crisis because it's necessary. It's, it's necessary for our kids.
0: So when you're talking about the internal kind of wrangling and processes that were going on before the real you know, reporting work, the four months you're describing, what, what did that look like? Was that resistance around, was there some incredulity about the topic or was it about that this is so hard to watch? No one wants to see parents who are in so much pain. I mean, was it some combination thereof?
1: Um, I would say that, but I would also say um, it was, it was the trust aspect. You know, I came into this team to add some perspective. Um, In this story, it was adding the Black perspective. And so it was this struggle of like, you know, this is the format we tell stories. And I said, well, authentic, and, and that was so important for me. I was like, I'm not here to be a figurehead. Like if we're going to tell stories about communities of color, they must be authentic. They must be true to the experiences. So it was a lot of us having those moments. What is authentic black storytelling? How can a team with one black person on it do that kind of work? Um, it was, yeah, the material was difficult. There were some days they said, Madison, are you working? I said, no, nah, I need to go cry for a couple hours. Okay, no problem. And we did that. Um, my data investigator, she helps get all the contacts together and she does that very quickly. So we picked the topic and she said, here are five moms to call. And it took me about 10 days to get up, one, the courage, the energy, the ability to call these moms and say, hey, can I talk to you about the worst day of your life and share that with everybody in the country? So there were so many things that made this project incredibly, incredibly difficult to do as humans first. And then let's add in some journalism, let's add in some ethics, let's add in some storytelling. Um, it's, It's a long haul.
0: And how big is the team that was working on this besides yourself in the day to day?
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a four person team at, in our little hub. Monica is of course at the corporate level and she was really helping with editing, but it's uh, me. We have our data investigator, named Keira, her name is Kira Frisbee. Um, Matt Livingston is the photojournalist. He was the one that brought together the visuals, the music that really made you feel and see the story. And then Aaron, Peter, Aaron Peterson was the executive producer. She had a big hand in, in actually the crafting, storytelling, making it make sense.
0: So, Monica, how did you build the the multimedia resources around this project because it was scaled out nationally, um, including the social side of this?
2: And I was just going to add to what Madison was saying, because outside of that team, then there's a whole digital effort that is happening. Just making sure the page is created, um, the OTT that that's also. So Philip Kish is also part of uh, the Techno corporate uh, digital team. They are working on crafting all of these other stories, making sure graphics are, uh, the graphics that are ordered. So all of that is then there's an entire team that's working on that. And then obviously communicating with all of our stations. Like once we have all the pieces ready, we do send out, these are the pieces, these are the broadcast pieces as well, because we'll do shorter versions for broadcast and the other elements. And then just uh, guidelines, like we encourage all of our stations to find their local resources because we knew this type of material as well. Um, could uh, you know bring some comments, right? Or that could also, people might call the station and want help. And so we just give them guidelines and kind of like just a playbook. If they're using the material, here's what you need to do. But yes, there's a big effort going on behind the scenes to make sure that the OTT side and the digital components are all in place.
0: And were those multimedia resources being built kind of simultaneous to the reporting developing or was it at, you, you finished the, the core reporting and then it starts? Building.
2: We, we finished the core reporting, so we wanted to make sure that all three main episodes, that that was ready to go. And then once we know that that's ready to go, that we have several eyes, right, people who have looked at it and we're all on the same page, then we pull the trigger there, right? Then we say, okay, here now, the digital team can come in and then work on what the plan is for the OTT and then the multi-platform.
0: Okay, Madison pieces like this are built to have a social impact. So what impact have you seen so far?
1: The biggest impact I would say are the people who reach out and say, you know, even privately that they feel seen, or this was them at 10, 11, 12. Um, The people who are reaching out saying that they parents, especially who said they're going home to have a conversation today with their kids using some of the language we talked about parents using. Um, I think that's been the impact on social and people being able to express themselves, feel seen. Um, I've heard from so many journalists, honestly, because we don't see pieces like this and they, they're just amazed. One, that I got somebody to let me do a piece that was 20 minutes long. <laughs> and then two, about this topic um, and you know, asking how they can do it. This has been the best for me as a journalist, other journalists asking how they can replicate this kind of reporting in their markets and maybe they don't work for you know our station group but i'm like i will help you i will help you do this kind of work i will help you talk to your bosses um so the social impact is just the conversation people having thoughts people being able to share those thoughts and um wanting to expand others perspective as well
0: and what about a lift for the audience did you see a boost on on linear or in your digital platforms and the package you put together around this
1: yeah. I mean, we've had over a million people visit um, a, a different cry within the first week. I think we hit a million. Um, um, and so in terms of people playing the video or like Monica talked about that website, we built out with multiple additional elements. So people are spending time with it, looking at resources, reading stories. So it's had a really far reach. And we know stories like this, they have a long tail, right?
0: Yeah, it's I was going to say.
1: Stuff. Something else will happen. It'll trigger people to search and they'll see it. So So we're not even sure what the life of it is going to be.
0: And then of course, other Tegna stations may jump in on this and and kind of onto that tail with their own reporting then. So would that sort of thing get rolled into this, the the multimedia package eventually, if another station, another market does a piece, might you cross-link then?
2: Yes, that's happening even now on on the page now, you will find um, the local stories that Ken's in San Antonio and then WHAS in Kentucky um, also did with the boys that were featured. Um, in the Atticus project. Mm-hmm. And then we also have stations this month who are doing their own stories. And, and so it does have, a it, it, it's going on for a while. And I think it's a con, that, and that's why I think it's most important to talk about that this is a conversation that can keep going, right? Mm-hmm. It just doesn't end with the project here. And I think the stations know that there are times even later on in the year. And it's something that Madison and the team are also going to look at as well it's a, what other stories can we tell outside of this project to
1: continue that
0: conversation you just teed up my next question which is i mean this problem isn't going to go away anytime soon so so this is a subject you plan to return to in your reporting madison
1: yeah i already have you know <laughs> The most painful thing as a journalist is having your story cut down. So a lot of stuff that got left on the cutting room floor, I've been scooping that up and saying, okay, if it didn't, since it didn't make it to our series, this will be great for the follow-ups. We, you know, we know on the calendar when this subject is going to come up again. And there's a, there's a big element we didn't get to talk about, which was the schools and how in our reporting, we really found that schools are so ill-equipped to handle bullying complaints, not for black kids, for any kid, tall short pimples, fat, like whatever, your kid's being bullied, the system we have in America right now is not working. Yeah. So that's what I think we need to talk about next to continue this conversation towards solutions.
0: Of course, it sounds like you're already doing some versioning on air versus the digital version. I mean, with OTT, you could, all these things that end up on the floor, you could scoop up and, and, and kind of repackage too. So you have more room to tell the story even there. Is there a thought as you go forward to having longer versions for streaming exclusively?
1: I think that's, we do create our, our longer versions for streaming, right? We're, we're a digital first team. So all of my reporting focused on that digital version that ran for seven minutes. We get it, you know, on our affiliate station at an off time we'll get them to run the full series. They actually ran it during prime time one night. Um, but most of my work is focused on the long digital pieces and then they're right. cut down to, you know make them TV appropriate. But right. you're right with and then we did we just did a streaming special last week where I interviewed the mothers live again we talked with our experts to have, go deeper on some subjects and it was on OTT so there were no time constraints, there were no limits. Um, we could just have a conversation that made sense, and I think that is the freedom in working as a digital first team.
0: Right right so. Monica, I mean, I understand this is four months or nine months to four months of work. It's, it's very intense, but still, why don't we see more of this on local TV? I mean, what's stopping us from seeing projects of this nature, at least on a weekly basis?
2: And I think that's where our company stands out. Um, it's something that I'm very proud of with Tegna is our storytelling. We do this type of storytelling at our stations. We do this on digital, and we've also done it on broadcast as well. And when there is a topic, there are stories that are going nine minutes long on broadcast. And I think now, as we're entering even to more of that OTT space, um, the opportunities are endless. And I think it's um, it's really following just what the viewers' habits, right, of what we're looking at. But I think here. We, we've done these type of stories before, just in a different way. And now we just have another opportunity with OTT. Um, but I think the topic is what I think makes this subject, this actual project stand out. A lot of people in the news business for a long time didn't wanna talk about suicide, right, uh, on air. It's like something we don't talk about. And I think that's what's different with this. We are exposing this crisis We are bringing to light that something needs to be done. And then we're going to give it the time. We're going to give it the time because it, it can't be done. These type of stories cannot be done just in two minutes, right? These stories need time. And you need to hear the context around them. You need to hear what other contributing factors are leading to all of this. And Tegna does that. Tegna has done that in the past. We've done this with other Atticus projects as well. And I think we're going to see more of that. I think uh, uh, Madison and the team are already working on their next piece. And that's gonna be not maybe as long as what we saw with, the, with a different cry, but it's something that is gonna get a lot of time and a lot of, that we're gonna, there's gonna be depth to it as well. And so I think we are doing more and more of that. And it's just I think it's the time. It's, there's research that has to go into it. Um, and there's also just um, the quality of it. Um, you want it to look sharp. And just like uh, Madison said with the photographer um, with Matt uh, Livingston, you want it to be special. Mm-hmm. So if you are going to head into doing it on a weekly basis, right? It's just you it needs to be special because what we're dealing with are topics uh, that are very serious and 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 you want them to look sharp. You want to make sure, right, that all the information, all your facts, everything's right, all lined up, And I think that's why there's a little bit more than just saying, "Hey, let's try to do this weekly," right? Sure. sure. Um, There's a lot that goes into it, but I think we're gonna we're exploring those spaces, right? We're exploring and heading into those areas where we're gonna, I think, see more of this um, coming from our company as well.
0: And of course, you develop a playbook as you start to do this sort of thing, and your process gets tighter and tighter. And so, the 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 tail the, the work period is less than it that it used to be. And of course, we've been talking about process, but the, the, you know, this is a very, the, the content of this particular series itself is very, very serious. I mean, I didn't know the scope of this problem. And the one mother talking about how she didn't want to have to talk to her little boy about these things. He was a little boy. It's uh, it's heartrending. So very, very good stuff. Um, thanks so much for, for both of you for for joining me and being here today and and sharing this project, I look forward to see what you what you come up with next. Thanks so much. Thank you. Cheers. A new episode of Talking TV is available most Fridays on TVNewsCheck.com. You can also listen and subscribe on YouTube, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify.